Every day, our world is shifting and changing. New technology, new traditions, new relationships, responsibilities, and challenges. How can you keep up? Welcome to the New Rules for Your Life and Your Business podcast, where transformation specialist Holly Rovinger and her expert guests, along with everyday people, have conversations on how to survive and thrive in this new world that's continually redefining itself. Whether you decide to listen for the motivation, the education, entertainment, engagement, or inspiration, you'll want to tune in weekly. Here now with all the new rules for your life and your business is your host, Holly Rovinger. Hi, it's Holly and welcome back to New Rules for Your Life and Your Business. I'm thrilled to have you here this week. And as you know, from the introduction, the purpose of this podcast is to provide information to help you not only survive, but thrive in our rapidly changing world. The podcast is actually going to do some morphing itself. We're going to morph into really helping baby boomer women entrepreneurs really learn the new rules they need to survive and thrive in today's economy. The world is changing so fast. You know, I joke about that we're changing into the Jetson era, but I really feel that things are happening furiously fast and we are having to adjust to them. And for people in my generation, sometimes it's not so easy. And all the technology and all the developments are positive, but the flip side is that we have drifted and lost a lot of the general etiquette of life. And I believe we need to get back to basics. And doing this will also help stop the overwhelm, frustration, feelings of I just can't keep up with it all that a lot of you are feeling. Part of my mission is to help you step into your best life which means engaging and being present, whether it be personal or professional, depending on your circumstance, because only then can you become empowered and elevate the way you are living. With that in mind, I choose my guest to interview that will give you tips, tricks, strategies, advice, whatever they can do to help you. And they are truly gracious enough to share their stories so you can not only learn from them, but become inspired and motivated to be and do your best. And the topic for today is, let's all be happy. And my special guest is Shannon Kaiser. Hey, Shannon. Hi. So great to be here. I am so excited to have Shannon here because usually I tell everybody, well, this is how I know my special guest. Well, I've got to confess to you, Shannon and I don't know each other. <laughs> well, we do now, of, of course. Of course, now we do. Um, Shannon, I was online, um, you know, surfing around as, as I sometimes do for information. And Shannon's name and, and picture, and she has a little bit of a TV show, which we'll talk about, Shannon, I guess, as, as we have our discussion. And I started seeing all the things she has about being happy. And she has the most amazing smile. It's just captivating. (laughs) And I thought, well, this is a woman I really want to talk to. And she really like responded so quickly. And it's such a pleasure really to welcome you on the new rules for your life and your business podcast. So I'm going to read your bio and then we, we will hop into your new rule. So Shannon has been labeled a modern thought leader on the rise by Cafe Truth. She is the best-selling author of Find Your Happy, an inspirational guide to loving life to its fullest, 
and a five-time contributing author to Chicken Soup for the Soul. Wow, Shannon. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Yeah. (laughs) She is an inspirational author, speaker, travel writer, and life coach who left her successful career in advertising several years ago to follow her heart and be a writer. Her unique and adventurous twist to self-help inspires people to take risks and embrace the unknown so they can live openly and courageously from their heart. Her website, playwiththeworld.com, was named Top 100 Self-Help Blogs on the Internet by the Institute for the Psychology of Eating. Wow. Her sought-after ideas have been featured in media outlets around the world, such as Good Morning America, Good Day New York, Inside Edition, Huffington Post Live, and she's an online columnist for Mind Body Green, Yahoo Voices, Healthy Lifestyles and Spas, Examiner, Newscom, I think that's Australia, Tiny Buddha, and The Daily Love. That is very impressive, Shannon. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as you're reading, I'm like, oh, wow, I do all that. Oh, my gosh. Isn't it great, though, when you hear about what you do? I know. <laughs> I know because we're so busy doing, but um, yeah, I love sharing the message of just being happy and, and getting out there. And, you know, a lot of us are stuck. And I think I'll share a little bit about my story and why I do what I do. It wasn't always that way for me. As I said in the bio there, I left advertising, but behind the scenes, I was really hit a quarter life crisis. I was depressed. I was really lost in life and I was suffering from eating disorders and addicted to drugs. And Everything was just not as it seemed. You know, sometimes we work towards what we think we want. And when we get there, it's nothing like what we want, right? I mean, I think a lot of us can relate. And um, it took a lot of soul searching and digging deep inward to really access what is it I want and what is important to me. And I really did pull myself out of a clinical depression. And that's where Find Your Happy the book came and all the work that I do today because you know, we don't have to stay stuck. There is a way and choosing to be happy is a really important step in our life. That's fabulous. I didn't know that you had such um, turmoil and that's amazing. And you're, you know, you're a great role model for so many young people that you did pull yourself out of it and you turned the whole thing around to a positive. Yeah. Yeah. And it, um, you know, as I said, it, it takes courage, but we all have courage. We all have our heart inside of us. It's kind of like the Wizard of Oz, you know, he was looking for courage, but then he had it, the heart, right? And it's really about, I, I don't, I share with people, I don't really teach them how to be happy. I teach people how to remove the barriers keeping us from happy because there's fear and there's these things that we build up over time. And one by one, as we remove those, our true essence can come through. And it's a beautiful thing to be yourself. Right. And I think the fact that you do that from experience really will help yeah. and motivate a lot of people, you know, to, to yeah. get out of it if they are in a depression or, um, you know, I don't, you don't probably don't know this about me, but I'm a dietitian by trade. So I'm very familiar with eating disorders and how difficult they are sometimes to overcome. So, you know, kudos for you on that as well. Well, Shannon, let's just jump in and have you tell the audience, what is your new rule? Today's new rule. Yes, the new rule for life is to strip down 
Yes, this is uh, back to basics. So strip down is actually the very first step I took when I was extremely depressed. And it's the first step anyone can take if they feel overwhelmed with any area of their life. And it can be as simple as removing physical things from your area that are no longer working. So when I was very depressed in Chicago and um, deep, dark depression, I couldn't control anything, but I could control my immediate environment. And that meant removing clothes that no longer served me. And in the process, when we remove things, whether it's physical things, relationships that no longer work, jobs that no longer work, thought patterns that no longer serve us. When we remove these things, we create space for an opportunity for what we really want to come in. I like that. So you go through and you strip down all, I guess, the barriers, whether they're internal or external. Yes, it's a process, but it's a rewarding process. It's actually the very first chapter of my book because it's such a transformational process. Something as simple as rearranging picture frames in your home, taking out pictures that are 10, 15 years old and removing them, uh, replacing them with more updated photos of you and your family. Things like this create energetic changes and shifts in our life, and it can create a space for more happiness to come in. I like that. So the benefits, just can you elaborate, you know, the idea of stripping down and changing things? And I know it's it's also very good for your brain. We were talking about this in in a previous podcast that just even taking a different walk every day with your dog is good for your brain. But what are the benefits to stripping down and and changing and, and finding all these different things about yourself? Yeah, well, so with stripping down, there's kind of two layers. There's the physical barriers around us, such as clothes we no longer wear that we're hoping to get back into or, or keep for, you know, different stages of our lives or physical stuff around us, but also the thought patterns that lead to situations in our life that we're really not happy with. And when we consciously focus on what's not serving us, instead of just going through the motions and just allowing life to happen to us, we're actually taking a stand and saying, I'm worth it. And I am going to choose the direction of my life. And when we do this, the benefits are plentiful, such as more clarity, first and foremost, more passion, more joy, and a more sense of connection with self. Hmm, very interesting. I I like all that, like the reasons, you know, to dig down. I think if you give people why it's important, it really, you know, for me, I don't learn things or or do it unless I know why I have to do it. So I think that is is critical, what you said, you know, the why. Well, if you think about spring cleaning, you know, a lot of times in our home, I mean, it's a good metaphor for life in general. Um, You're just looking at stuff in your home and it's time to declutter. It's time to bring in fresh light, rearrange their furniture. It's such a good feeling after you do it, isn't it? It's like I donated stuff to Goodwill. I'm helping someone out. It's just liberating. Oh, my God. I do. I agree with you a thousand percent. The idea, I mean, I'm just sitting and looking around my office, which is right now it's an up, it's like upheaval. But I am ready to clean. And I know anytime I take a room and I strip it down, yes, it's totally liberating. So, you know, I'm taking what you're saying about stripping down in your life and, you know, don't just accept the way things are. And I think, don't you think most people do? They just say, well, this is my lot. And they just kind of, I hate to always use the comparison of a hamster on a a wheel, but that's, you know, what always comes to mind is they go through the motions. 
Yes, exactly. And I think that that this is why this rule is so transformational when we put it into effect, because we actually take an active step out of the hamster wheel. Because I got to say, you know, like 90% of us, I was there stuck in a hamster wheel and there's just no enthusiasm for life. There's just no passion for a lot. We feel kind of stuck, but we're just going through the motions. Well, there is a better way there. Absolutely. We all want to be happy. Bottom line, no matter where we are in the world. And we can do that by taking small steps. Now, do you think some people maybe have this feeling they don't deserve to be happy? Yeah, I do. Absolutely. And I think that, again, is one of the the barriers talking about stripping down. That in itself is a thought pattern and a belief that keeps us from being happy. And, you know, in my personal coaching, I work with people. And what we do is we really go a lot of the times it goes back to childhood situations or a lot of times you know, women, especially mothers, you know, we're talking to baby boomers and I I talk to so many baby boomers because, you know, children are out of the home and we're in a place, you guys are in a place where finally it's like, wow, me, what about me now? And we've spent so much time focusing on other people because that brings us joy. It's like, I'm okay when you're okay. When everyone around us, especially women, we have this capacity to care And then there's this missing void inside of us where we're overworked, we're underjoyed, and there's just a sense of incompleteness. And that's really what comes back to this kind of rule and everything we're talking about today. And the more we start practicing the baby steps, the more we realize we are worthy of love and we are worthy of being happy because we matter. Yeah. You know, it's funny. When I first came online, and you'll probably love this. I I kind of, you know, we all morph and change and reinvent as we go. But the first thing I did when I was online, I started my blog with being nice to you, that women should learn how to be nice to themselves. So I actually took the information from that. I had a 30-day video sequence of different things you can do to be nice to yourself because I think you should do it every single day. I don't care if it's just, absolutely, you know, mm-hmm. just taking a bath. Just be nice to yourself every day. So I have a book on Amazon. I haven't, it's only in Kindle, but I want to have it made into a little black book because it's called the Little Black Book of Sassy and Blissful Suggestions, and it's how to be nice to yourself. So, I love it. Yeah, yep. it's exactly what you're talking about, that as women, we are always caretakers, caregivers, and we don't take enough time for ourselves. So that's great. That's one of the things on how to accomplish, you know, learning how to be happy. And do you, like, have any set steps that you tell people to do besides that, like, any kind of formula or something that you work with? I do. Actually, there's uh, simple steps we can take. You know, it's different for everyone, but the simple step everyone can take and it's free and you can do it right now is to, well, there's a couple. The first one is to follow your joy route, which means do what makes you feel happy. It's really, you know, follow your bliss. Joseph Campbell said that. It's about accessing what brings you joy. And you said it so beautifully, Holly. You said, take a bath. You know, when I was super depressed, I couldn't get out of my own way. I was in such a dark place. And we don't have to be so depressed and at the ends of our world to to take happy steps. I just happened to be at rock bottom. But what I did was I started to take care of myself by putting myself into the equation of my life. And that meant I want to take a bath right now. That would bring me joy. I'm going to put lavender salt in there. You know, I would like to go for a nature walk. And these small steps, very small, because sometimes it becomes overwhelming when we think about the gigantic picture of what we have to do and accomplish. That's why these small little steps create tremendous results. Oh, and I I like what you just said about the whole big picture being overwhelming because, you know, I shared a little bit with you before we started um, going live about 
you know, my life and what happened to me. And I, if, if I had allowed myself, I would have fallen into a huge depressive hole, I call it. But I didn't allow myself to focus, like you're saying, on that whole big overwhelm. I took baby steps and I focused on one thing at a time. And I think for people to be happy going along with what you said, just put one foot in front of the other. You know, yeah. I like I like what you said. Maybe let's call them joyful feet or happy, you know, the happy feet from that movie. It is. It's like happy feet. Yeah. Right? One at a time. <laughs> one foot in front of the other, happy feet tapping away. Focus on like the most important thing, one thing a day, you know, and I think that alleviates so much worry and, and really just takes that elephant off your shoulders on a yep. daily basis. Because if you give in to look at everybody has overwhelm at one point or another, there's no way around it. And they get sad, like you say, and sometimes they do get depressed. But if they just put one thing at a time, I, I like that your idea of, of the baby steps, one little thing at a time. That can, yes. you know, makes the biggest difference. Absolutely. So Shannon actually writes a lot. I think so, Shannon. Write a lot for Huffington Post. I do. I, I love writing. It's my passion. So I'm writing all the time. <laughs> well, that I think that's really how I found you because I, I'm like amazed at, first of all, you're a great writer. I think you're a beautiful, beautiful writer. And for someone Thank so you. young to write like this is just fantastic. So Shannon had written this article. We're just going to talk about a little bit because we're talking about, you know, stripping down and being happy, 10 habits of exceptionally happy people. And um, we can go through, through them just pretty quickly, Shannon. But one of the things you put was make themselves available to success. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, this was the number one on the list because I think a lot of us, we don't even realize that we're actually avoiding kind of opportunities that are coming to us. And so happy people and successful people, they really set goals and they let go of the when and the how, but they focus on this is my goal and I'm going to be open to how it comes true, how it manifests, so to speak. Yeah, Mm -hmm. excellent. I like that. So they're goal setters. Yeah, exactly. And the second one you said was don't use the word luck. Mm, yes. Uh, you hear this a lot. Oh, you're so lucky. Oh, that person's so lucky. That tends to be kind of a out when we say other people are lucky or I'm lucky. It's like thinking that it's a deserving thing, but everyone really understands like happy people understand that it's about perseverance. It's about passion. And when you really put those two together, you will create tremendous results in your life. So luck, it really has nothing to do with the equation because you create what you really want when you work for it. Yeah, I think I agree. The luck is when people say that it's kind of a cop out. Well, I don't have it because I'm not lucky. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we and I say yes, you can. You can have it if it's what you really want. Exactly. And you're you're, you're actually it's what you just did was one of the things. And I'm sure you teach the same thing I do is take every negative and turn it around <laughs> into a positive. Oh yeah, it's a great <laughs> habit. <laughs> oh, it's fabulous because it does. It trains your brain over and over and over again. You know. Oh yeah. Okay, so number three, don't fall victim to the circumstances of their life, which you and I are both perfect examples of that. Yes, you know, this is interesting because a lot of people, we let the life around us happen to us instead of, I always say, what if life isn't happening to you, it's happening for you. So if everything around you is really coming to you to help you become stronger, help you learn more, help you grow more into who you really want to be, it's a much more empowering place to be than feeling victimized or totally taken out by whatever situation is at hand. It's like your favorite quote that you were sharing. 
Oh, life life isn't about learning how to wait for the storm to pass. It's learning how to dance in the rain. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's so perfect. That's really what it's about, you know. Right, just jump in and deal. Well, my one of my favorite things I say, and my daughter always teases me, is just pick up your big girl panties and deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. That's great. I want to make a little mantra for that. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, number four, you wrote, don't try to win you over with debates. Yeah. So, you know, happy people are really comfortable with their beliefs and their their kind of habit and outlook on life. And they're not invested in spending time trying to prove that their view is right or wrong because they believe that everyone really has an, an option and a, integrity to believe what you want. Spending time trying to get people on your side takes you away from spending time on your goals and on things that really bring you happiness. I like that. I like that. Um, you know, it's funny and it, it kind of brings to mind self-actualization because until you're a hundred percent confident and comfortable in your own skin, I think we all try to, it's almost like opinionated, right? That you try to win people over to your side. I think but when you're finally self-actualized and totally comfortable. You don't have to worry about, okay, well, I didn't win this debate. Big deal. You know, they're entitled to think what they want. So mm -hmm. that that's interesting that you put that in there. I, I actually like that. And I think you nailed it. It does come back to self-actualization and there's, it's along the lines of, you know, once you really believe in your dreams and your goals, you don't need the approval of others because you're so connected with your true authentic self. So that's really what this one's about. And I honor the contrast. I think happy people, they respect the differences. They really respect and honor the differences. They appreciate them and understand that everyone has a viewpoint and they find it part of being and living a beautiful life. Nice. I like that. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. Pretty. Yeah. And number five, of course, I, I love this, are insanely grateful. Yes. You know, happy people. First thing they do in the morning is say, I'm so thankful. They make gratitude lists because the reality is we can't create more of what we want or anything. We can't get to what we want if we don't appreciate what we have. And there's always, always something to be thankful for no matter where and who you are. Exactly. You know, it's funny. And again, we were talking before, like, you know, when I talk about learn how to dance in the rain, that's one of the things I talk about is I don't care where you are in your life, what you're up to. The minute you get up in the morning, there is always something to be grateful for. Even if it's just that the sun is out, you know, 100%. Yep. Yep. There's exactly. Always something. So, okay. Number six are in awe of the beauty of earth. Yeah. You know, how many times do we just race to work, skip through, you know, spill our coffee or we're just in such a hurry? As you said on the onset, why this whole incredible interview series started is because we're losing that sense of of oneness. And there is so much beauty on earth, whether it's looking and stopping to pause and see the branches and the beautiful trees in the city or looking at the birds around you or watching the sunset. These special moments make being alive incredibly joyful and they help us tap into our happiness. That's nice. That's really beautiful. And I think I feel that more than ever now, um, Shannon, is because being a single woman um, in your, you know, mid to late fifties, you know, it's different. Like when I used to think that you could never look at, you know, the sun setting unless you were with somebody else and it was romantic and oh my God, now I can really enjoy it. But this really hits home with me that when you're truly happy in yourself, 
You can look at the sunset. You can look at a rainbow. You can look at the fireworks. You can look at flowers. You don't need anyone else there with you. You know, yes, if you're with a friend or a lover, whatever, you know, it, it just makes it even more joyous for you, but you don't need it. And I love that you put that in here that you can just enjoy, enjoy, like stop and smell the roses and just do it alone. Yeah. Yeah. There's this, there's a difference between being alone and being lonely and you can really become your own best friend. Like that. We should write that one down too. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That could be another tip in here. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Okay. Number seven, you're, are extremely generous, but know they must tend their own needs first. Yes. Yes. So, um, it's really important to, you know, happy people are generous. Think about someone, you know, who's really happy and successful. They, they give and they give from their heart and they don't expect things from others, but they make sure that they have paid their bills or taken care of themselves. You know, they're not giving away the farm and it's not even spending money. Sometimes it's like, as we said, I need to take a bath today before I can fully be present for my family. Little things like this are so important to help us create more joy and reap the rewards from everyone around us. Very nice. Beautifully, Mm -hmm. beautifully said. Okay. So then you said happy people are infinitely patient. Yes. Patience is key. And you know, whether we're working towards a goal or things aren't working out the way we think they should again, you know, with life, it's really about trusting the universal timing and the divine timing of the way life is unfolding. You know, before we went live here, we were talking a lot about, you know, in life where you are and, and kind of trusting and really embracing that, that new stage and that new chapter. Patience is a key part of that. Yeah. And it's, it's a skill that really has to be worked on. It is a lifelong thing for so many of us. (laughs) And it's a daily thing. You know, sometimes you can be more patient um, just by being patient with listening. A a cool tip for anyone who wants to practice patience is practice listening more and saying, you know, do I need to talk now? Do So many times we interrupt others without even realizing it. Just hold space for someone by listening. And that is patience in itself. Yeah. And listening is definitely a skill that people have to do more because some people, you know, they're just talking like, okay, did you hear one thing I said? <laughs> no, no. Right, right. And it's a very common thing because we're just, we we all want to say something. We want to get it in. You know, we're trying so hard to be heard, but if we want to be heard, then let's practice listening to others and letting them be heard first. Exactly. Okay. Number nine and this one, again, I could do like a cheerleading cheer. <laughs> venture, they venture out of their comfort zone and seek risk often. Yep. This is one of my favorites and why I started playwiththeworld.com just because it is all about the adventure of life and stepping out to the unknown. There's beautiful experiences that can happen when we go into the zone that is not comfortable because we grow and we naturally want to grow and grow more into the person we want to be. And really it creates this no regrets lifestyle. Oh, I like that. No regrets lifestyle. I'm, I'm going to write that down in the golden nuggets. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Golden yeah. nugget. <laughs> yeah, I never heard of that. Okay, no regrets lifestyle. Because I talk about like stretching your comfort zone every day. So I love that. Mm-hmm. It's very important. And number 10, happy people realize there is more to life than being happy. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of our segments of being happy. Yeah, you know, happy people realize that there's there's no quest to try to be happy. They just are. They really are in a moment of they experience the ups and downs and, and allow life to happen and they focus on their goals. And they're not 
trying to get anywhere than where they are right now, which is a beautiful place to be. So they've let go of that kind of pressure, you know, on trying to be happy because really the bottom line, they realize it's inside of them. That's an aha too. The, mm-hmm. the happiness is inside you. And I think for a lot of people, that's difficult, very difficult. It is. It's a, it is a lifelong practice for many of us, but it's a lot of why I do all the work that I do because when I was in Chicago and depressed and suffering in such a dark place, it's because I was looking for happiness outside of me in my job title and my fancy loft in the career, all of that. And it wasn't until I made that drastic shift to say, what is important to me? What's inside of me? What is going to make me happy? That can only come from inside of each of us. Right. It's, de- it's definitely deep inside and people sometimes cover it up. So like you said, beginning of the podcast, new rules, strip it down, you know, fi- find out, you know, yeah. what is it? So I also noticed you have um, a TV, you do a little online TV show. You want to share a little bit about that? Yeah, I love that. It's find your happy TV and it's on a YouTube, YouTube channel, play with the world, or you can go to it through play with the world, my website, but it's inspirational messages from out playing in the world. And they're all, you know, aha moments, different messages. And basically what we've shared today, only I'm animating it and out in the world, sharing it live kind of while I'm experiencing it. And it's great because this world is a beautiful place. And, you know, I have that adventure kind of bug inside of me. So I got to get out and share that. And, you know, I really want to inspire people to kind of get out of their own way and be happy just just living and enjoying life. Fabulous. Well, why don't you share your favorite quote with the audience? Favorite quote. I love Aristotle's quote, happiness depends upon us. And it really does circle back to everything we said today. Uh, You know, we can keep victimizing and blaming ourselves from what's happening in life to us, or we can take a stand and we can step forward. And when we actively participate in our life, it becomes a beautiful dance and we truly find our happy. Beautiful. That was fabulous. I'm going to let you in with that because that was just gorgeous find your happy. Thank you, Holly. Yeah. And that's the name of my book. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, I am going to list underneath the podcast, how people can connect with you. And I'm really going to encourage everybody, you know, hop on over to Shannon's uh, website, grab her book. Uh, Maybe I'll list the link to Shannon. You'll send it to me, you know, the link to buy your book, because I'm sure it would would help a lot of people. And um, I'll also put her little TV station, because I think for for a lot of people listening, you know, it will really hit home and it will really, really help as far as growing and really learning how to be happy and find the happiness within you. So Shannon, thank you so much for coming on today. Really, really appreciate it and, and loved connecting with you. Thank you. It's been such a joy coming and talking to you today. Thank you. And uh, for those listening, thank you so much for joining us today on New Rules for Your Life and Your Business. I'm going to sign off and I want to remind you as always to have a great week. Remember to always have a positive mindset so you can live healthier and wealthier and happier with passion. But before we go, I have a question. Shannon has found her happy. And the question I have for all those listening, have you? Today's show has been sponsored by The Empress Cloth on Amazon. TheEmpressCloth.com. Check it out. Save time, save money, save the environment. 
a much healthier way to clean for you, your family, your loved ones, and your pets. Thanks for listening to the New Rules for Your Life and Your Business podcast. If you're listening and you want to grab contact details for today's guest, information on resources mentioned, or any other show notes, head over to hollyrovinger.com for complete details. That's www.hollyrovinger.com. We would love to hear your thoughts on today's episode. So leave us a comment on the website or an honest review on iTunes. And to get regular tips to help you in today's rapidly changing world, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of the new rules for your life and your business. 